0: Hi. Hello, everyone. This is me, Philip Peruski, and today we're here with our fire chief, Chief Lewis. It's nice to have you, Chief. It's nice to be here, Philip. So I was wondering if you can share with us some information about what you do in the fire department.
1: Well, I've been a firefighter for over 29 years. Uh, This week, I became the interim fire chief. Uh, Mm -hmm. This is my fourth day of doing the job. I'm the administrator of the department right now, but... Previously, I would respond to fire calls, EMS calls. I'm also a trained paramedic, and we put out fires and we help people.
0: Nice. I hope you enjoyed the job. So, I wanted to let you know there are other people that wanted to ask you questions, too. So, I will pass it down to Jake for the next question. Hello, name's Jake, and this is Fire Chief... Scott Lewis. Scott Lewis. We're going to ask some questions uh, from me.
1: Do you have a fire dog? We do not have a fire dog. Um, It's been talked about a few times, but we have never gotten a fire dog. Dalmatians are very common water, and the the Dalmatians would would calm the horses. Um, But in a modern-day fire department, uh, most departments don't have a dog, unfortunately. Are you
0: going to get one?
1: I don't plan on it. Um, You never know. Uh, I don't know if the city would allow us to do that. But if they allowed us, I'm sure there's a bunch of people who would want one. Thank you for telling me. You're welcome.
0: And now number three goes to Aiden. And. Good job. Cut! Hi, I'm Aiden. And I'm going to read. Number three. Why is a Dalmatian. Why is a. Dum. Dal. Dal. Why is a
1: Dalmatian?
0: Why is a Dalmatian a symbol dog for the fire station?
1: I I believe it's because um, many years ago, when they had a horse-drawn a fire apparatus, where it wasn't pulled by an engine, it was pulled by horses. The, the Dalmatian would calm the horses. I also heard was the Dalmatian would chase away any type of uh, other animal that would distract the horses. So, from what I understand, that's why uh, Dalmatian is a symbol of a, the fire station or the fire service.
0: Thank you. Thank
1: you. You're welcome.
2: My name is this, Today. Uh, Do
3: you go to college be a firefighter?
1: Well, you don't per se have to go to college and get a degree to be a firefighter, but you do have to receive training, and a lot of the training is at a college. Uh, You would have to go through the fire academy, which is a seven-week program. You would also need to become at least an EMT, and for most fire departments, you would be required to be a paramedic. And a paramedic training would take anywhere from 18 to 24 months with, with testing at the end. So it's not per se college, but it's, it's more like a trade program at, at, at a college. Thank you. You're welcome.
3: you hey, welcome back, listeners. This is again. I'm with interim fight chief Lewis. I have a question for you. Okay. Five fast, have tip-top shape. How many hours do you exercise per day?
1: Okay. Um, I exercise quite a bit. I'm an anomaly. I'm getting old in age, so I like to stay in shape. Let me tell you this. It's hard to stay in shape because, like you giving me cookies today, people are always bringing us sweets, uh, donuts, uh, baked goods, and so it's even more important that we work out because if we don't, we, we, we would not be able to stay in shape. But uh, to answer your question, I work out about two hours, five to six days a week, but not everybody does that. Some of the younger guys can get away without working out a lot, but I, I can't.
3: I like to exercise. Do you? Yes.
1: What, what do you like to do? Do you walk or run or lift weights? Yes. Wow. Do you have, do you, is there a gym in the school here?
3: No, I have a garage
1: at home. Oh, okay. And you work out in your garage? Yep. Yeah, I don't have a home gym. I work out, we have the fire station has a gym and I have a membership to a gym, but I, I would like a home gym. Thanks. You're welcome. Good job.
4: Good afternoon, Chief. Good afternoon. So, I want to ask you a question about what you do in the fire department today. Okay. So, the first question is, do you feel brave every time you put out the house fire?
1: Well, feel brave and have to do brave acts I think are two different things. Um, sometimes when we show up, there's chaos. There's, there's things exploding, there's people injured, Um, and the scene is, like I said, chaos. So if we're the ones that got to make sense out of the chaos and try and make the scene, I guess you'd say, to calm the scene, um, for lack of a better word. I've been to fires before where I did not want to go into the fire, but I realize there's no one behind me that's going to do this. So if I don't do it, someone could die, or a house will burn down. So you put your feelings aside and you just go do it. Do you have to... Commit brave acts, but uh, it's not easy.
4: Mm, I see. Yep. So, my next question: How much doesn't a, a fire truck cost?
1: A fire truck, uh, an inexpensive fire truck, is probably around five hundred thousand uh, dollars. We just uh, purchased one on a grant uh, about three years ago, and I think that was seven hundred thousand dollars. And and if you wanted a, a ladder truck, which is a fire truck with a ladder on it, those can be over a million dollars.
4: Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. But, the, but,
1: uh, but they last a while, so. I see. Yeah.
4: So my next question, how long does a fire truck last?
1: Well, we, we have a fire truck that we don't use from 1995, and I think another one from 1996. Seven or nine, and the, the 1999 truck is still in service. So that's been, uh, if my math is right, that's, what, 23 years? Um, but that's our backup truck. So I'd say the average fire truck is in service for 20 to 25 years. Wow.
2: Yeah. I
4: see. Mm-hmm. So um, how many miles can the fire truck go?
1: Um, um, well, they have pretty large tanks. They use diesel fuel, um, but they could they could go far. But we only, we only operate in our city and in some of the downriver communities, so we don't, you know, even though we're not traveling, uh, when we're pumping with the fire truck, it's almost like we're traveling because the engine is, 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 is revved up to pump the water. Or if it's operating a ladder, it's, it's revved up to operate the ladder. So it's almost like you're driving down a road at 50 miles an hour so we, we 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 don't let our trucks get below three-quarters of a tank in case we get a fire so we'll have enough fuel to do the, what we needed to do
4: Wow mm-hmm. so my last question sir yeah how much does it cost to take out the take out the fire truck on the run for a call?
1: It's hard to put a number to how much it would cost um, one fire truck has no less than three men on it and the fuel is very expensive and it doesn't get very good gas mileage so if you average the cost of the truck, mm-hmm. uh, the men on the truck, and the fuel it takes to operate the truck, to put a number on it, I'd say each time the truck goes out, if it's just a simple call, it's got to be anywhere from four to $500, I would say, if you uh, cost for depreciation and, and fuel usage and, and, and the manpower uh, that you have on there. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well... Thank you for questioning, Chief. Great
1: questions, thank you. Good job, Benny.
0: Hey, it's me, Philip Peruski back again, and I have some more questions to ask you. How much water does a pumper hold, or how long can the water spray before it runs out?
1: Okay, uh, there's different size tanks and, 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 and different uh, fire engines. We have one fire engine that holds 1,000 gallons, wow. and depending on how many hose lines we have out, uh, or the size of the hose line we have out, it, it could run out in a matter of uh, about a minute and a half for our deck gun. To it could last us 10 minutes, um, depending on how much we turn the water on and shut it off. Sometimes when we put a fire out. We don't need the water on the whole time. We'll, 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 we'll put water on the fire and then we'll, we'll shut the hose down and we'll, we'll let we'll go find some more fire. Um, so that truck has a thousand gallons. Uh, our current truck that that we is our front line pumper has 700. Uh, gallons, 750 gallons and our ladder truck has uh, 300 gallons but even though it only has that much water we can still get water from other sources when we run out of water in our tank that's just the water that we carry with us
0: well wow, that's awesome
1: yeah and it's it's heavy too. I, I can't remember exactly what a gallon of water weighs but you figure a thousand gallons of water I don't know if it was 11 pounds or 10 pounds uh, a gallon of water but you add all that weight to a truck and so it, it's a lot of weight but that that's what they hold
0: well, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and also, ha- how can you find people who are scared when it comes to an emergency situation? Sometimes people hide when they are scared.
1: They do, and, and we're aware of that. So when we do our uh, uh, fire safety talks uh, to, to uh, elementary school students, we let them know. We put our gear on and show them what we look like and what we sound like. We have breathing apparatus that makes us almost sound like Darth Vader, if you've watched Star Wars, and which I don't know who hasn't. But we sound like Darth Vader, and it's kind of scary. So so we put it on so they get familiar. We tell them not to hide under beds or in closets if, if there's a fire and they can't get out. That way we can find them and to yell for us if, 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 if there's a fire in their house. Because yeah, we'll yell out to you. We'll, we'll, we'll say, hey, fire department, fire department. We'll yell out, anyone here? And so that's 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 one way we do it
0: awesome and that's all the questions i have stay tuned for our next person for our podcast hey everybody i'm back i have another another question okay do you send fire trucks into a situation where people's lives are at risk but there isn't a fire
1: we do quite often um carbon monoxide calls Gas leaks, power lines, uh, domestic uh, disputes—we um, do that quite often, and we aren't necessarily putting out a fire, but we're, we're we're abating a hazard or or assisting someone. And why? Because there's no one else to do it, uh, so we're we're kind of a catch-all. When someone needs assistance, uh, they'll call us and, and we'll help uh, because there's there's nobody else. That they can count on that that's what our job is our job is not put, just putting out fires but we're, we're there to help people okay yeah thank you you're welcome
2: hey everyone it's uh, Joseph ramp back here again uh, on weekly update and uh, I have the fi- I have the uh, intern uh, fire chief here with us so my uh, question is do you have to do you do you have to respond to a lot of bonfires and do you see a lot
1: of accidents related to bonfires? Well, to answer your first question, um, we do respond to a lot of bonfires. The city has an ordinance and it's pretty specific. They're supposed to have a, uh, a certain type of container and it's supposed, the fire is supposed to be so far away from any structure. Um, so with our city, the homes are close together yeah, so we'll get a lot of calls when someone has a fire because smoke from their fire is going in someone else's window when they're trying to sleep or having events or, or just it's bothering them all around. So we do get called to a lot of bonfires. Um, as far as it, uh, responding to any dangerous situations with bonfires, I believe was, uh, that was your second question. Yeah. Um, I haven't really seen where a bonfire has spread to the home Uh, I've seen where maybe it it, uh, melted some power lines above it um, or or got a little too close to the garage and and, and singed uh, the side of the garage or caught a little bit of grass on fire. But luckily, uh, I personally haven't seen where a bonfire has, has caught a home on fire or someone caught themselves on fire because of it.
2: Should people uh, who have bonfires keep fire extinguishers close by?
1: That's always a good idea to have a fire extinguisher nearby. And if you don't have a fire extinguisher, bring your garden hose out and put that next to your fire. And, and like I said, there is a standard to have a bonfire. You got to have a, a approved container. It's supposed to be a metal container, and I believe it's supposed to be 12 feet from any structure. Most, most yards in Lincoln Park can't comply with those standards because the yards are so small. But even if you do comply with the standards if neighbors complain we still ask you to put it out
2: all right uh th- thanks and uh thanks for, uh, thanks for your thanks for your question your questions and this is joseph ram for weekly update thank you very much
1: good job
0: what are all the possible sources of where you can get water from to put out a fire
1: okay in in lincoln park Uh, Like I said, we carry water in our engines um, a thousand gallons and 700 gallons and 300 gallons So to start by putting a fire out we use the water from the engine But if we start to get low we tap a fire hydrant and the fire hydrant has a a great source of water Um, in some more country rural uh, communities they don't have as many fire hydrants or access to fire hydrants or the water structure. So they'll have to get water from a pond or a lake and w- and that's called drafting. They'll throw a hose in there and they'll draft up the water from a pond and then they'll put the fire out with that. There's also water tankers that they can use and some communities use those, but we don't we don't have uh, a need for a water tanker in uh, Lincoln Park. All right, that's all. okay, great job.
3: What well, up uh, Welcome back, listeners. I'm still here with interim friend Chief Lewis. Can I ask you another question? Sure. Why do some helmets have eye shields but others have visors?
1: Okay, uh, in Lincoln Park, all we have is visors. Uh, we do have safety glasses if we need them. I think it's mostly personal preference. It's just easier to have a visor because it's always with you, where the eye shields can get lost or fall off. It depends on the fire department and what they decide to use. Uh, I know a lot, I think a lot of European fire brigades use the uh, eye shields, where we're here in the United States we use the face uh, visor. If we need something a little more close to the eyes for when we extricate or we're cutting cars open, we'll, we'll use safety glasses along with our flip shields.
3: Another question for you is, speaking of carbon monoxide, about how many carbon monoxide situations do you respond to in uh, winter?
1: We probably respond to i'd say four or five a week now sometimes that's a false alarm the the detector might have a low battery or say the house might have a stove that's leaking a little bit of carbon monoxide and so over over like a a cooking dinner the house might build up with a little bit of carbon monoxide
3: is it a common problem how can you treat a carbon monoxide leak within the home and how
1: can you prevent it? Uh, carbon monoxide leak sometimes happens just out of... It just happen. How it happens is one of your gas appliances does not burn clean or it doesn't exhaust from the home properly. So it would be your furnace, your hot water tank, uh, could be an oven that the burners aren't burning right. Um, that's why it's important to, to have carbon monoxide detectors in your home because even though everything's working fine now, uh, in the future, it it could not it it could it still give off carbon monoxide, so so it's good to have a carbon monoxide detector on, on every floor of your house, the basement, the main floor, and the upstairs if you have it, um, and then to make sure that you keep the batteries um, fresh in in the carbon monoxide detector, and that will that will keep you safe. Good job.
4: Thanks. Thank you. Hello there, chief. Hi, I'm back again. So, I have some other questions I'd like to tell you. Okay. So why? do helmets have numbers from their company?
1: Well in Lincoln Park we have the number four because we're base four. Uh, we quite often respond to other cities and other cities respond to Lincoln Park to help us and we help them. So for instance the city of has the number two. So, so if they come here I know they're from Ecourse if they have a number two on their helmet. Even though I might recognize a person, it's always nice to, to be able to have that to distinguish them. Um, as far as a big city, uh, I think it's whatever engine, whatever whatever firehouse or engine company they're from. Um, I don't work in a big city, so I don't know the specifics of why they put numbers on theirs or how their numbers go. But I know in Lincoln Park we have a four on ours. It's because we're base four. Wow. Yeah.
4: Well. Thank you
1: there, Chief. You're very welcome. Great question. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you teach fire safety to young students and even maybe older students? How can you be part of
1: it? that? Okay, we do teach fire safety to young students. We normally have a, a fire safety uh, a poster uh, program where they, where, they, where they draw a poster for fire safety, and I believe it's uh, first grade through uh, fourth grade or third grade. And, and and then we also go to the schools and, and present a fire safety uh speech. And if you if you would like that, just contact me or or someone at the fire department and we'll see what we can do for you also and uh at some point we'll be able to come over and, and teach you fire safety.
4: Hello again there, General. It's me, I'm back again. Okay. So I got some few questions that I'd like to ask you. All right. So has anyone other than firefighters rode on the fire truck for for fun, parade, or in general?
1: Well, the city, I don't believe, cares for that. Uh, there's a liability issue. But but in the past, we have had people ride on the fire truck uh, for uh, during non-emergency uh, situations for parades and things like that. Um, but we don't like to make it a habit because the fire trucks are very high up, and you, you could get hurt on it. Um, but yes, people have ridden on them before.
4: I see. So uh, I have another question. Yes. Do the Do you ever see Lincoln Park schools do with a fire drill?
1: I have not seen an entire fire drill, but I have seen the the, the kids outside. Um, so I, yeah, I, I I've seen part of the fire drills. Yes.
4: Good. So, how do we do?
1: From what I saw, they did really well. Everyone was outside. I, I did not get a chance to go in and check to make sure everybody got out, but when you do have a fire drill, you, everyone does have to leave the building in a timely manner, an organized manner, and, and from what I saw, it looked like they did a great job.
4: All right. Mm-hmm. So do you think it will help us practicing when we live in on our own?
1: I, I do believe that. Um, as far as a fire drill in your home, there, it's, it would be a little different than the school. Of course, when there's a fire in your home, you want to leave the building like you would if it, if it was at school. But at home, you want to have something called a meeting place. Because what happens when, with a fire is, is it gets very hectic, and people don't think straight. So you want to make sure that you have a tree or, or an area outside where you would you would meet your rest of your family, and they would know where you're at to know that you're safe. That way, if there's a fire and you're not there, they know that you're still in the house and can tell us, hey, my son is in the home because he didn't meet us at the meeting place. Also, um, if you're in an upstairs and the stairs are burned out in your house, it would be good to have an escape ladder um, to to get out of your window. Or if you don't have an escape ladder, make sure you yell out the window when you see the fire department come and let them know you're there so we can put a ladder up and get you out.
4: Hmm. I see. Mm -hmm. So I have a next question. Yeah. Do you know there's actually a band called Lickin' Park?
1: I do, and uh, I'm I'm well aware of their music. And, uh, yeah, about 15 years ago they were real popular, and uh, I I did enjoy their music, and I still do a little bit. Yeah.
4: Good. So uh, do you like it?
1: I do. Yeah, I do. Like I said, I I don't listen to them much anymore, but in in the past I have, and I like it. It's, It's good for working out, I'll tell you that. That's good, yeah.
4: so I have my last question. Are you coming out for our autism Awareness event on this April?
1: I'll have to uh, check my schedule. Um, I, I can I definitely will try to make it. Um, i't don't, I don't know uh, what day that is, but yeah, I will definitely look into it and, and try to make it. All right, yeah, thank you, Chief. You're welcome. Great, great questions.
4: All right, yeah. thank you.
1: Good job. Okay, I would like to say uh, uh, thank you for having me here at Mixter School and everyone did an amazing job and you made me feel so welcomed and comfortable that I really appreciate that.